On this episode of the Everything is Marketing podcast, we talk music because there's been lots of music news and I think we should talk about it. My name is Eric Hulkerin and this, my friends, is the Everything is Marketing podcast brought to you by Session. What is Session? Session is our brand new craft beer event that we are launching in Grand Rapids on June 11th and then we'll be taking it across the state and doing some other stuff. So uh, the very first one is going to be June 11th. Tickets are on sale right now via Eventbrite. Or you can just go to my Facebook page uh, and just click the link there because there's a link there. Uh, and this is the deal. Tickets are just 45 bucks to get in. And then we're doing these breakout sessions. The first one that we've announced is a sour breakout session that uh, is happening with Arbor Brewing. And that's going to be $30. So for the $45, you get in. Uh, you don't get any uh, tokens. You don't get any tickets. You're just in to enjoy the event. And then if you want to do a breakout session, you can do that. And there'll be another one that we're announcing very soon. But it's June 11th. Kicks off at 6 p.m. Uh, goes till about 10 or 11 p.m. Uh, and we would love to see you there. If you like craft beer, you're going to want to be a part of this. It is called Session. You can just search it in Eventbrite. Or like I said, go to my Twitter account, at Polymath and Vine. Or get me on um, Facebook. It's John Eric. Hultgren. I don't really go by John, but it was the uh, name that was available. So J-O-N-E-R-I-C-H-U-L-T-G-R-E-N or mlivemediagroup.com session June 11th. See you there. Marketers ruin everything. Welcome to the Everything is Marketing Podcast. What I don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one. What would the hero of your life's movie do right now? Do that. Do those things. All right, it is the Everything is Marketing podcast, and over the weekend there has been a ton of music news, so I want to spend a couple minutes talking music news. The first one was that Spotify um, released its financial results, which are really not that great. They made more money than they've ever made ever, uh, but their net losses tripled in just a year, so that's, that's not a good thing. Uh, and then on its heels, you've got Apple trying to figure out what they're going to do with the Beats music platform. And there was an article last week talking about how they are the, they are the competitor to Spotify. And I guess I would say, look, streaming music is sexy, but it really hasn't um, gone to scale. You can Any article that you look at right now talking about Spotify, they're talking about how their model works at scale, where, well, 15 million paid users is clearly not scale. There's no doubt that there's value in streaming. That's why everyone is doing it, uh, but most people are doing it for free. It's one of the reasons that when we talked about Tidal, I had some huge concerns about it even getting legs. It's been around for a year. Uh, the main push is happening, you know, March into April, so forth and so on. But the problem is there's no free to try out. There's no free level. And freemium, meaning, you know, you get in for free and then we expect you to upcharge to something. Freemium is really where most of this membership platform, this uh, uh, sponsorship, this um, – you know, paid membership, right? That's where it's at, is getting people in, letting them try it, and then letting them go. A 30-day free trial to trick you into paying, which is sort of what happens in the title ecosystem, um, is not a great model. And what I mean by that is if you go to uh, iTunes, if you're an Apple user, you go to iTunes, you download title, and you sign up for an account, and you do the 30 free days. Well, if you go to cancel your title subscription, you don't actually do that through title. You do that through your subscriptions through iTunes, right? So 
it's this extra layer of BS that makes you take an extra step that um, you don't have to do with these other things. If you want to cancel Spotify, you still can download Spotify from the iTunes store, sign up for Spotify, and then tell Spotify I'm done, which is the way it should do. You should, it should go. You shouldn't have to take an extra step. This is how all of this stuff is happening. And to think that Apple is going to be the one knocks off Spotify, I don't know that that's the thing to happen right now. Um, I think that the thing you have to knock off right now is radio. And I don't know at this point how you're going to do that. It's certainly possible, right? There are a ton of people that are listening to radio, and, and that number hasn't changed much. I think it's varied about 2% in the last decade. 92% of people listen to radio during the week. People drive on a daily average about 109 minutes total. Um, 39% of Americans are listening to online radio, 23% to satellite radio, right? So neither one of them have reached the scale of actual radio. The King uh, is where I came from, iHeartRadio. They own uh, 858 radio stations. They reach 245 million people. Um, that's a number that's clearly not happening on Spotify and clearly not happening on Tidal. And there's no doubt. I've always had this theory, and, and I, I taught this theory all the way through my mass comm classes. I taught it when I was managing a radio station, right? Music is people's soundtracks to their lives. So whatever radio station they're listening to um, is essentially they're in their own movie, right? And that's the, the backbone of what they're doing. Are they driving to the mall? Are they going to see a movie? Are they going to prom? There are moments in your life, and when I did that research study at Grand Valley, there are moments in your life where a song imprints itself in your brain. You know, your first kiss, your first dance at your wedding, right? Those are moments in your brain. Music is a really powerful thing. That's why there's so many people in this space trying to figure out what it is. And maybe as the Wi-Fi cars are coming, and they're obviously here, but they're not at scale, when they get to scale, will that be it? Will people go to Pandora as opposed to uh, whatever, a radio station of some sort? Because one of the obvious downfalls of radio is that if you travel from, let's say, Grand Rapids to Detroit, as I do often, you cannot listen to the same radio station without using a different device. If you use the iHeartRadio app or Spotify or Pandora, you can listen as much as you would like. The problem with that, though is the advertisers. So if you wanted to listen to a Grand Rapids radio station from here all the way to Detroit, right, you count as a listener for Detroit uh, or for in Grand Rapids for that radio station, but you're in Detroit. So it's now making this interesting model of, like, if you're an advertiser in Grand Rapids and this person really likes a country station in Grand Rapids called B93, right, if you really like this radio station and you're listening in Detroit, well, those advertisers aren't really being served because if you're somebody who is geocentric to Detroit and you came from Grand Rapids and just consumed this thing, which is obviously your right, uh, the advertisers on that radio station aren't really getting uh, to connect with you because those businesses aren't where they're at. So uh, we've got to look at what is the next step in the, the radio platform right? Uh, 37 hours a year, we are stuck in traffic. And that's where the game is. The game is in the car. That's where people are going to listen to radio or podcasts or whatever. The thing that's going to win is going to happen in the car because people are not, by and large, people are not listening to radio in their house. They're listening to something else. They're streaming. Uh, you know, there's quite a few people that are into vinyl that thus record store day. Um, but that is going to be the war inside the cars. And so pay attention to, as things kind of uh, break out, popularity of radio, undeniable. Um, but the ability to disrupt it is 
also undeniable. Just nobody has really done it to the level yet that has made an impact because uh, Spotify tripled its losses in, what, one and a half years? Uh, that's not a great business model. Apple following close behind. I mean, the, the iTunes business model, if you talk to anybody on the record side of the universe, the iTunes business model seemingly was what broke the music industry. It wasn't really Napster. It was the ability that they had to make everything digital and they couldn't make any money on 99 cent songs. There just wasn't any margin. And so, you know, between Napster and iTunes, that's kind of what broke the camel's back and there really hasn't been a resurgence. If you go back to 2000, 2001, on the regular, you would see albums that would do 600, 700, 800,000, a million copies in a week. Now, it's national news when somebody like Taylor Swift does it because it's such an incredible feat to go against all of those things and get known at a level of 1 million records in a given week. Why? Is it because people aren't buying records? Well, I mean, that's obviously not true because if Taylor Swift can do it, there's a market for people to buy a thing that they want. Put that in a car. There's a market in the car for people to consume what they want and perhaps pay for it. But what are they going to pay for? Because it's been a hundred years of radio being free in your car. You just have to listen to commercials. And it's been a hundred years that people have complained about hearing the same songs over and over and over and over again. And that's a real thing. However, statistics, 92% of people still consume radio. So again, as I talked about on Wednesday, execution, right? If you just sit on your hands and go, well, radio is just a thing or TV is just a thing and you don't do anything about it, then TV and radio just become a thing. And that's not to say that they can't evolve. Uh, iHeart has obviously evolved over the, the course of being Clear Channel Radio to now this iHeart re- media company that's doing all of these really cool things in the space. The only thing that they have to figure out is what they're going to do with their $21.1 billion in debt because they got to figure that stuff out. And right now, they're betting on the stability of radio, which is a good bet. However, I think you've got to come up with, with Plan B, which they're clearly doing. They're trying some really cool things. They're doing a lot of event stuff, which I, I think is where some of these other platforms um, are behind, right? iHeartRadio, all of the radio stations across the country, all 800 and whatever I said across the country, when they put on an event like the iHeartRadio Music Festival in Las Vegas, they can pull all of that power to promote that singular event. Uh, Not dissimilar to Lollapalooza, Coachella, Bonnaroo, right? You haven't seen a a Spotify, a large-scale Spotify event and a large-scale Pandora event and certainly not a large-scale Apple Beats event, but that's where this membership platform gets really interesting is in the event space, specifically with music. Because if you do research, you will find that millennials specifically, they're not so keen on spending money on music as Napster and all of those things kind of paved the way for that. They are super hip in buying tickets to things. They want to be... Uh, experiential. They want to do something cool. So if you have something cool to do, i.e. the iHeartRadio Music Festival, you're going to sell that out year in, year out, year in, year out, because that's an experience. It's an amazing feat to put that many artists in one place to play three or four songs apiece, and people want to consume that. That's the part where Spotify isn't getting it right. That's the part where Beats and Apple need to pay attention and understand that it's not selling headphones. It's not selling phones. It's creating somebody that's in your ecosystem that wants to consume all of the stuff that you do. We have made music ubiquitous. Radio specifically has made music ubiquitous. It's everywhere. You can get it anywhere. And in most cases, it's free and likely to stay that way. 
So if you can't get at scale and you can't make a margin on streaming music because anybody in the music industry and anybody in the radio industry or the streaming industry is going to tell you there isn't much money in streaming music because they haven't figured that part out yet. There's lots of money in events, though. So look for that because I think that is going to be the key is the event structure that iHeart is doing is something that the other two need to pay attention to and perhaps mirror. All right. Have a great Thursday. We will talk tomorrow. It is the Everything is Marketing podcast.